0: Fishing Like a Local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Welcome to Season 6, Episode 129 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Anytime that we are teaching a brand new shooter all about firearm safety, or even if you are taking somebody that knows firearms, there's a few things that you need to do to make sure that you have a stress-free encounter. You decide to conduct a class, whether it be a private class or a small group. You handle all of the logistics that go into place And there's a lot that go to it, such as finding a place to teach, finding a gun range to teach at, if there's any supplies or materials that you need to order and secure, and all the other details that you need to make sure that your training session is top-notch. Next, if you advertise, you reach students in your community, or anybody else that you think may benefit from taking one of your lessons or your training – You've done everything right, and now you're getting ready to have your session. You're not done just yet if you want to create a stress-free environment. There are many things that can go wrong when conducting a firearms training course. Many issues can be mitigated if the instructor is proactive and anticipates potential problems that can arise. Following three rules can ensure that you have a stress-free training session. These three rules are always ask questions, always anticipate emergencies, and always inspect firearms. By following these rules, the instructor can create a learning environment that is safe and enjoyable. It is the instructor who is responsible whether the class is good or bad, safe or unsafe, or enjoyable or not. It all starts and ends with the instructor. You should do everything you can ahead of time to prevent any problems or any accidents. Always ask questions. You should always ask a ton of them. We live in technology, so there is no reason that instructors should not be in constant communication with their students prior to the class. It is very important that instructors have students pre-register for the class and provide an email and phone number. Once a student registers, the instructor needs to communicate all of the pertinent information the student needs to know before the course. The instructor also gathers any information from students to make their class safe and enjoyable. Once registered for a class, the first thing I ask all of my students is to provide me with the make and model of the firearm they are bringing to class. I do this so that I do not have any surprises on the day of class. This allows me to do any research on firearms that I may not be familiar with, and on the day of the class, I already know how the firearm operates, how to load and unload it, and how to disassemble it for cleaning. By asking the students to provide me with their firearm information, I can prevent avoidable accidents with any obsolete or antique guns. I have even asked the students to send me a picture of the data stamp on the barrel and if I suspect the gun is an obsolete or an antique gun. On more than one occasion, I have had individuals bring antique firearms they wanted to shoot while on the range. If I had allowed these guns to be fired at the range, one or more students could have suffered serious bodily injury or worse, because the firearm they had would have blown apart by using modern ammunition. The second thing I ask is if any students have any special needs in the classroom or at the range. For example, I have had individuals who had mobility issues or vision problems. If I know ahead of time, I can make proper arrangements for a golf cart to get somebody to the range for mobility issues. If someone has vision problems, I can make sure that they have a seat at the front of the class. I can also make sure to communicate that with anybody who is helping me or assistant instructors so they can make sure that all of our students' needs are addressed. Next is to always anticipate emergencies. Emergencies occur when an accident or other situation happens and the instructor has no contingency plan on how to deal with it. It does not matter if I am at a public range or a private range, I do not rely on anyone else to handle an emergency with one of my students. If an ambulance or even life flight is needed, I want to make sure that I have all the necessary information to direct emergency personnel to the injured party. To do this, I have the address of the facility I am at. I also make note of the latitude and longitude GPS coordinates in case that information is requested for a medical helicopter. If you have a smartphone, all you have to do is open up your map settings, such as Google Maps, and find your location by hitting the little triangle button to locate where you are, and all you have to do is hold your finger on that location for a few seconds, and the GPS coordinates will come up to show you exactly where you're located. Another thing that you should do is to make sure that you have plenty of snacks and water when you go to the range. This seems like it is in direct contradiction of the no eating or drinking while at the range rule. The snacks and water are not there to supplement your lunch. The water is to keep you hydrated and the snacks are there in case someone needs a quick snack to raise up blood sugar. I teach in Texas where the heat can be a real threat and possible health issue. Keeping my students hydrated is very important. Additionally, I have had individuals whose blood sugar suddenly dropped and they became disoriented. Fortunately, this particular individual's spouse was in attendance with them and had candy and high sugar drinks on hand to treat them. This could have been a really dangerous situation. Always keep this in mind when headed to the range with your students. I've also added canopies to my inventory. Every time we head to the range, I set up several pop-up canopies to keep the sun off and offer a tad bit of shade for a more comfortable experience. Every instructor should also have every student provide an emergency contact. In a recent class, a student fainted. She was standing right after the class ended, talking with another student, and then fell back and hit her head on the floor. She recovered quickly and did not suffer any injury, but made me realize that I had no information regarding her family members or friends. Because of that situation, I created an additional form for all students to fill out an emergency contact name and a contact number while taking one of my classes. I created that additional document that evening. I even went one step further and added my contact information in case, as the instructor, I passed out or fainted or something happened to me where my students actually had a contact name and number to reach in case I was out of pocket. The next always is to always inspect firearms. Failing to inspect firearms before entering your classroom can prevent issues when you go to the range. Sometimes a student sends me information regarding one firearm, then shows up to class with a different one. By looking at the make, model, and style of a student's firearm before the class starts, the instructor has the chance to do any research regarding the gun in the convenience of the classroom. The range is not the time to start researching a firearm that you are not familiar with. Once you get to the range, you need to start your range procedures, not start researching unknown firearms. When you go to the range, you have to prepare your equipment in the ready area before going to the firing line. You need to listen to range commands and ensure that your students are following the three NRA firearm safety rules. Always keep your muzzle pointed in a safe direction, always keep your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot, and always keep your firearm unloaded until ready to use. Failing to inspect firearms before entering the classroom can also prevent serious bodily injury or death. The most important NRA classroom rule there is, is no live ammunition allowed in the classroom. Many instructors inspect all firearms brought into the classroom to ensure that there is no live ammunition in the gun. Unfortunately, many of these instructors stop there. This results in missed live ammunition that may be unintentionally brought into the classroom. I require that all firearms brought into my classroom are cased in either a hard or soft case. I inspect the gun cases outside of the classroom. I open the case and visually inspect, looking for any live rounds. I then open the action of the firearm and visually inspect the breech, chamber, and magazine of the firearm. Lastly, I remove the foam of hard cases to make sure that no rounds have accidentally slipped between the foam and the case. I have found many live rounds under the foam that would have made it into the classroom. I do not allow range bags in the classroom. I have found that most range bags have one or more loose rounds somewhere in the bag, and it's just safer to keep them out of the classroom. Remember, it's better to err on the side of caution than to have a live round make it into your class. Remember that this is your class. You set the rules and classroom policies. By implementing the NRA classroom rules with any policies that you set, depending on your unique classroom and range situation, you will create a learning atmosphere that is not only safe, but fun. There is always time to review the NRA safe gun handling rules. There's a reason the word always appears three times in the NRA rules. The first and most important is always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. The second is always keep your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot. The third is always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. All NRA basic firearm classes introduce students to the knowledge, skills, and attitude necessary for owning and using a firearm safely. Throughout these courses, the students will learn about firearm parts and operation, ammunition, gun safety, shooting fundamentals, and firearms cleaning and maintenance. In order to uphold the NRA's adherence to safety and to maintain standardization among all NRA classes, Instructors must adhere to the following guidelines when conducting the NRA basic firearms classes. We must all follow certain NRA policies. The number one policy is that no live ammunition is allowed in the classroom, ever. In a training environment where handling and dry firing is necessary, it is imperative that no loaded firearms are present. If ammunition is not in the room, It cannot possibly get into a firearm. This protects instructors from potential liability and protects the students as well. Only dummy ammunition that is visually distinct from live ammunition is allowed in the classroom. Live ammunition may only be present on the range, during live fire exercises, and under the control of the instructor. Additionally, for all NRA basic and instructor firearm classes, a one-to-one student-to-instructor ratio on the firing line is always encouraged. It is also recommended that a range safety officer oversee the safety of the entire firing line to ensure enhanced safety. After every class I teach or lesson I give, I mentally conduct a debriefing to that class or session. The first thing I review in my mind is if there were any safety issues that I need to address for future classes. As a result, I implement additional safety rules in all of my classes. In my self-assessment of my class, I have identified two categories that might result in additional safety rules. These categories are those to which students must adhere and those that I must follow. I continually stress safety as the most important part of the classes that I teach. The first category involves my students. I do not have idle time in any of my classes. This includes while on the range. Per the NRA, if I have multiple students in the class and I'm teaching alone, I only have one shooter on the firing line at a time and provide one-on-one instruction to each student. What I have observed in the past was that some students become disengaged as they were waiting for their turn to shoot. Now I have the students who are waiting their turn to act as range safety officers. I explain ahead of time what safety violations they should look for and suggestions for them to keep the range safe. This serves two purposes. It adds additional eyes on the range for safety and it keeps my students engaged. The second category are the rules that I have implemented. Students often bring firearms they wish to shoot on the range. They usually do not like leaving their firearm in their vehicle during class time and ask to bring their unloaded firearm into the classroom with them. First, I visually inspect any firearm that is brought into my class outside of my classroom. I not only inspect the firearm, but also any shooting bag or case for those loose rounds. The next rule that I implement is that the training firearms used in my classes are never used to shoot live rounds. That prevents me from accidentally leaving a live round in my classroom training gun. I have purchased firearms as training guns only, never to be shot. The third rule that I have implemented concerns the firearms that we clean in class for the NRA basic and instructor classes. The firearms that we clean are the ones that we just shot at the range. I have every student check the firearms outside of the class before any firearms enter the classroom. This serves two purposes. First, it verifies and re-verifies multiple times that the firearm is safe. Second, it is a practical exercise that teaches the students how to ensure that a firearm is safe. Anytime I handle an unloaded firearm in the classroom for training purposes, I make sure the action is open, keeping the gun pointed in a safe direction and keeping my finger off the trigger. I announce safe and clear, showing the open action and empty chamber to the class. I then walk around my class, keeping the gun pointed in a safe direction and have each student visually inspect the firearm I am handling. Each student must announce safe and clear until all students have verified my unloaded firearm I'm about to use in training. This exercise emphasizes the importance of firearm safety and the repetition of continually checking firearms to ensure they are safe and clear anytime we are handling them off the range. There are two major causes of firearm accidents, ignorance and carelessness. Ignorance is a lack of knowledge. Ignorance of the rules of gun safety handling and ignorance of the proper and safe way to operate a firearm. Always remember the NRA3 rules of safe gun handling. Always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Always keep your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot and always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. Carelessness is a poor or improper attitude. Carelessness is a failure to apply the three rules of safe gun handling. Carelessness is failing to observe proper procedures for safety and safely operating a firearm. As an NRA firearms instructor, or as anyone who is in and around firearms and teaching other people, you are responsible for the safety of everyone in your class and in your session. This means that if there is an accident, especially an accident with the firearm, you are responsible. The consequences of having an accident in your class or on your watch can be far-reaching. First, you could be held criminally and civilly responsible, depending on the laws in your jurisdiction. Second, if you're an NRA instructor, your certifications and credentials could be in jeopardy, depending on the circumstance. Finally, there could be severe and unrepairable damage to your reputation as a firearms instructor. Any of these consequences could bring an end to your career as a firearm trainer. Always be safe and responsible every time you are around firearms, whether in a classroom or on the range. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit northamericanoutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.